When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, we want to welcome you this day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome you to our podcast this morning. This is the Inspirational Process with Pastor Dial, and I will be your host this morning for our program. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, thank you so much for those of you who are joining in today. This is episode 23 of our morning podcast. Yours truly, Dial, will be, Pastor Dial will be ministering this word to you this morning And hopefully it's able to encourage you, as you do know, this is TIPS, the inspirational process. And we believe that with what we share this morning is able to encourage you and assist you to lead you to the next great thing that God has for you. Now, before we start, I just wanted to go ahead and take this opportunity by asking a question. Now, which one of us this morning on this line wants to be reached? I know if everybody's asked that question, I believe pretty much everyone has a, their hands up, declaring that they do and want to be reached. Now, the desire to be reached does not change or transform you to being reached. It's about the things that you acquire in the process experience, the opportunities that you use, which are available to you to begin to bring things that uh, through the process of what's been revealed to you, you actually walk on them and allow the process of what you've been, what's been walked on to begin to engage you and at the same time begin to reveal you and bring you to that place of promise. Now, without going any further, there are a few scriptures I want to share this morning and some things I want to share with you that I feel um, are just so strong in my heart and strong in my spirit that once you begin to come to the end of this, it'll begin to take you and open up your eyes to begin to see some things that God has been walking in your process and has been walking even behind the scenes that you probably have not been able to see before now. Now, this morning, I'd like for us to go ahead and open up the Bible. For those of you who have your Bibles with you, we're going to be looking at 2 Chronicles chapter 3, and I'm going to be reading from verse 12 up until the end of verse 18. Now, it says, Seeing then that we have such hope, We use great plainness of speech. And not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look at, look to the end of that which is abolished. But their minds were blinded. For until this day remain at the day the same veil on taking away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But even as unto this day when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. 
Verse 18 says, But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed in the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. This morning, I want to share a message that I believe is going to encourage you and begin to allow you to see things from a different perspective. And it's only until you begin to see things from a different perspective that it begins to allow you to enter into some of the promises that God has established before even the foundations of earth were laid, which are in focus or in line to step forward towards you. Now, when we read the scripture, the Bible gives us this great thinking and understanding. It, it allows us to project through the processes of the work of what was written and gives us an image and a picture. And in that image and in that picture, it helps us to understand that Moses, in the glory that Moses operated and worked in, Moses had to blind or Moses had to put a veil upon his face because the glory of Moses or the glory of God which was revealed through Moses was just so overpowering that when the people saw it, it brought about a fear on them and some of them would actually fall aside thinking that they were going to die. They couldn't come to a place because we have to understand what the scripture says about the glory of God. That no one living or no one can see the glory of God and live. Now, in essence, Moses had come to that place where Moses would go up to the mountain and have some moments with God and God would begin to give him the scriptures and give him a word for the children of Israel. He'd spend time alone. In his spending time alone, certain things were revealed to Moses that were not revealed to the children of Israel. But yet Moses had the, had the power and the mandate and in the power and the mandate that he had, he was to convey this message that was given to him by God and convey that same message in its intricacy, intricacy and also in the completeness and the fullness so that nothing was left behind concerning the word. It was direct, it was indicative, it was concise, it was precise. And above all, it was the word of God literally spoken that was given to the children of Israel to give them an opportunity to begin to walk steadfastly before the God that they serve. And so Moses would come down from the mountain and would speak to the people, but he spoke out of a veil. And when we begin to understand what that veil could have represented, it could have been a hindrance to the glory of God, which was supposed to be revealed to the children of Israel. Remember, the scripture says that the spirit of the Lord gives liberty. So that even as it was that the message was being conveyed, the opportunity to begin to walk in liberty wasn't there. Yes, they heard the word, but the word was in its word was somewhat a constraint because it had its limitation based on the fact that the veil was there preventing the children of Israel from crossing over to begin to see the fullness of the glory of God. Now, when we do come to that position where we see the glory of God, it begins to transform and change our lives and gives us an opportunity to move out of being in a place where we are confined and begin to operate and walk in what would consider being the glory, the fullness, and an opportunity to soar even beyond our mindsets and our minds thinking. I remember when we decided to go ahead and start a church, there were so many things that oppositions that we came up against. Things that when we begin to look at it, you'd wonder if this was a church we were starting or if it was a cult. And so we came up with every opposition that was going to come up against us. People didn't, people said things, people did things, people thought things. But ultimately, 
We thank God for the fact that there were people who decided in their hearts to follow after the vision that God had given to us. Because you see, sometimes there's a unique vision and there's a particular vision that God will give to each and every one of us. That until we begin to come to that place where we begin to tear the veil and understand that when Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, there were certain things that were occurring in the spiritual realm and things that happened in the physical. One of the major things that we understand, and for those of you who are Bible scholars who have read, was that the veil was torn in two. So that there was a easy access and a passageway to the temple through God. So that all that intricacies of all the balances of what was considered or um, uh, rhetoric of how to come to the presence of God was torn apart because God was opening and availing himself. Because as the spirit says that there was a, an opportunity for God, children of God to begin to walk in the liberty of the God that they serve. And so this scripture it opened up my mind to begin to understand that the more the glory of God that we begin to allow to enter into our prism or the more the face of God we begin to seek after, the more we begin to look at God as we look in a mirror, that as we begin to see the transformation or changes in our lives, which we allow God to do, the process of what we see in the mirror shouldn't be us, but that we begin to see the fullness of what God is establishing through us. Hallelujah. And so we made that decision to go out as led by God. And through the process of what it is, there was something that I said depictly, I, I, I always, and it's something that I'm always going to hold on to, that no man would take the glory of what God has decided to start with us. That as God has decided to start this, He and only He alone would take the glory. It wouldn't be anyone that would come that because we did this for you, that was why this happened in your ministry. But as we're giving everything to God every single day, we begin to profess the, the glory of God. We profess to walk in the liberty of God. And as we begin to walk in this liberty, in turn, the glory of God, which represents in the heavens itself, in the heavens, and gives the authority of God to begin to bask in the fullness of what the heavenly realms is, still comes about to begin to express itself. On the earth. Hallelujah. And so this scripture where we're going to land up this morning. Is verse 18. It says but we all. With open face. Beholding as in a glass. The glory of the Lord. Are changed in the same, in the same image. From glory to glory. Even by the spirit of the Lord. And so we've come to this. This road or this fork in the road. And as we come to this fork in the road, there's something that's going to be established concerning me and my family and myself and, and the ministry that God has placed in our hands. Is that we will behold the face of Jesus. We will continually steadfastly seek after him, even if it seems as if that's the last thing we are in the process of doing. Even as it is, maybe he may turn us aside. Even as he decided to turn that woman where he spoke no word to her. The woman who had the issue with her daughter who was about to die. The, the, the daughter who was consumed by a devil. Where he answered her not a word. Even if in the process of us coming before his face. That he answers us not a word. will be so dogmatic to begin to follow after him. And make that pronouncement that father we will behold your face. Hallelujah. <laughs> And as it was, as we begin to behold his face, as in a glass, the glory of God. It says the ultimate goal is that when we stay in that place, like Moses was, the glory of God begins to transform us. 
So that when men begin to see what God is doing in our lives, they can point to him and say to God, be the glory. Hallelujah. For as it was, great things he has done. Hallelujah. I love when the psalmist was spoken. He says that when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, he says we were like them that dreamed. And we said the Lord had done great things for us. But the greatest testimony was the people who were there. The Bible says that, and they said, he has done great things for them. Hallelujah. And so, Father, this morning, as we begin to lift you up, hallelujah, we begin to thank you this morning. We give you glory, oh God, hallelujah, hallelujah. And we thank you, Father, for your majesty this morning, hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for the place that you're about to take us to, even through this process, that as we behold your face, oh God, that the transformational process of walking and staying with you, not only will it reflect onto us, but Father, it will reflect through us, oh God, and allow men to submit to the liberty which you give unto us, which will be set present in their life. We give you glory this morning, oh God, and we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for your majesty. Hallelujah to your name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is that moment where you just begin to give God glory and begin to thank him for his mercy. Thank you, Father, for your word this morning. I believe that, Father, it's gone forth to begin to heal and to establish your children. Hallelujah. That this morning as they begin to see the glory of God, it will take them to that next level of God for their lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And amen. We do want to thank you once again for joining us in our podcast. But as we normally do, we do have some few announcements that we'd like to make. Just to invite you and once again to explore visiting our website, which is www.trinitycitycenter.org. And also the process of downloading our app, which is also on the Google platform and also the Apple platform. And it's Trinity City Center. Now, as you do enjoy or join us by visiting those sites that we do pray that there's a women's conference that we actually are setting up, which is going to be August the 24th. We do have great women of God who are coming in to minister to women and to begin to bring the dynamics of change so that women will begin to excel in the city of Atlanta and its provinces around. And so as you begin to go on the site, register, it's $20 for early registration and 25 for late registration. Please, we do want to have, we do have limited seating. And so we want to go ahead and have people register right now. And then in the process, we'll be sending information as far as how payments would need to be processed and give you that opportunity to do it in good time. Now, once again, we want to implore you. We want to beg you. We want to speak to you. And we want to ask that you just go ahead, register and pray concerning this ministry and this program that we have. And God begins to release great things onto your lives. We thank you this morning. We give God glory for your lives. And we declare that this day will be a day where things begin to change in your life and allow you to walk in the fruitfulness and the richness of the God that you serve. Thank you so much. God bless you all. And you have a blessed and wonderful day in the presence led by the Spirit of God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you all and you have a wonderful day. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.